want to jump on and do a quick education session concerning entrepreneurship. One of the greatest things about entrepreneurship that I love so much is you being a trendsetter. You having an idea and turning it into an action. Like who can say that they can do that other than an entrepreneur? One of the greatest things about entrepreneurship is there's no school. Nobody can tell you how to be you. Nobody can tell you how to market you and be about you. I mean, they can give you suggestions, tips and tools, but the best creator, the best motivator, the best encourager of you is you. So I wanted to go through the basic pillars of entrepreneurship from my point of view. So when you think about um, choosing, you get to choose your income stream. You get to choose how you do business. You get to choose who you do business with. You get, the, you get that choice. And so when you're deciding on what business to go into, you definitely need to pick something that you're an expert at, or at least something that you have an extensive amount of knowledge that other people don't. Why? Because it making yourself an expert in the industry is going to set you apart from everyone else that does it. So that's definitely something you should think about. That is your choice in what business you start, but you definitely want to do something that you know. Well, another thing is you want to recognize all of the chances or opportunities that are around you. Look at the problems that you can solve in your own community. That's what I did. You can go watch my videos and see what I do. But as for just telling you, what I found was there was a huge area of need in the realm of education. So what I did, I, you don't have to have a degree in order to solve a problem. A person that has a degree, essentially, it just means they finished something. But if you talk to eight people that have degrees, seven of them are not using it in the industry in which they received it. And the other one that is, is probably burned out. When my daughter went to Baylor University, the instructor, the president at the time, he said that Baylor was not going to prepare them for their first career, but for their fourth. And even though my daughter is still on the same job that she had when she graduated, she has literally had four careers in that one company because she has continued to grow up the ladder. Mm, something to think about. These are the things that you want to think about when starting your business for the first time. Let's talk about what are your ideas? How great are your ideas? How do you know your ideas are great? Have you put them on social media? Have you ran them by anyone besides your family members? Do not run your ideas by your family members, unless you want to hear every objection and every reason why it wouldn't work. They don't mean to come at you like that. They come at you like that because they love you. They know that you get excited about things and you may or may not finish them. Or maybe that's just my family. Or they know you and they know what your disparities and weaknesses and issues are too. So whenever you go to a family member, that's the first way that they're going to express and address you is by the last encounter that they had with you. If you spin it out of control and you can't keep your own relationship intact and you go to your spouse and say, I want to be a coach to relationships, they're going to be like, well, don't we need to get ours in order first? Maybe. But it's often a thing that some people who can't do teach. Think about all of your teachers in school for all of you degree holders. 
your teacher's teaching you all of this stuff that they may or may not have ever done, may or may not can comprehend, or may or may not even be good at. And they may not be good at teaching it. That's just the job that they could get. Remember, teaching is a job too. So if you feel that you haven't been taught properly, maybe it's time you teach yourself. Maybe you, if you've been coached or counseled and you didn't like their delivery, maybe it's time you do it for yourself. Just something to think about. You need to recognize these opportunities and you need to look at the different ideas that you have and see how can you turn those into something that you can create a revenue stream for you today. Now, I'm not saying you're going to go sell it today, but if you can establish the idea and let's write out the business or strategic plan, then we can go back and add the things that we need to it in order to do it. Now, when you're looking at all of the things that you have that you can do, you need a focus. You need to stay focused. Don't try to do everything in one day. Hmm. Let me show you what I mean. See my little to-do list? I keep my to-do list and I keep a journal so that I can stay on task. My list of things that I need to do is this long. I'm not trying to do all of this stuff in one day, but I did what I could do and I'm continuing. One of the things on my list, make videos in entrepreneurship. Check, I'm doing that. I am so excited to be able to share this knowledge with you. This enthusiasm that you see, it is exclusively for the classroom. It is exclusively for your selling experience. It is not for your contract writing experience. You don't take enthusiasm into the boardroom. You take enthusiasm into the classroom. Well, I don't teach. Okay, if you have a meeting to find out if you're the right candidate for a job or contract, Leave your enthusiasm in the car. Go into that meeting with an agenda, with an analytic mind to understand the services that they need rendered. What is the scope of services? What is a scope of service? A scope of services is the breakdown of the need of the governing body or business that you are reaching out to. They said they need a facilitator. You said, I am a facilitator. They said they pay $300. You said, I charge $400. Well, that's your first negotiating spot right there. They pay three, you charge four. Are you going to come down or are they going to come up? That needs to be discussed. Pricing, product, and performance need to be discussed in the meeting. If you can provide your price and you can provide your product, then you should be able to show your performance of your product. You shouldn't have to do any demonstrations or performances on site without a signed NDA and without a, a, at least a uh, cost-effective appointment, which means if they want you to do a demonstration, then they, you need to have an NDA signed. And you need to let it be known that this demonstration is based on your product and your services, and it is not under any circumstances based on the work of anyone else, unless you have a, someone else that's partnered with you in which you will just give them credit at that time. This is very, very important because if you don't define who you are, they will define who they want you to be. If you don't go into that meeting with an agenda, they will have an agenda and you will have to follow suit. If you don't plan, then if you don't, if you fail to plan, then you have already planned to fail 
in your business. So these are just some quick tidbits that I wanted to share with you about entrepreneurship and what you're doing, who you're doing it for, and specifically how much you're charging.